What's going on, everybody? The Football Guy back here doing an episode once every week, and I'm going to do this one a little earlier than usual. Today is Tuesday, October 15th. Normally, I do them on Wednesdays or Thursdays, but I wanted to kind of get ahead and get moving on this next week of NFL, which would be week seven. So today, I'm going to be doing the usual, I'm going over the games, looking over week seven stuff. Um, I'm going to give you some fantasy players to add. My new and improved power rankings, and man, a lot changed after week six. How about that Lions game last, last night? Yeesh. Refs got lit up on social media after the game. And I'm also going to be doing a new segment, Spotlight Player of the Week. And you probably already know who my Spotlight Player of the Week is, based on his incredibly huge fantasy performance after not doing anything all of the season as to this point. So let's get right down to it. Let's start off with the recap of week, week six by going over some scores. Giants-Patriots, Thursday night football. Patriots get it done at home, 35-14. Defense steps up big. Panthers-Buccaneers in London, early game. Panthers get an, a fourth win in a row with Kyle Allen moving to 4-0. Buccaneers fall to 2-3. and three. Christian McCaffrey continues to make his case for MVP while, um, uh, what's his name? Curtis Samuel, I believe. Uh, had two touchdowns for the Panthers. The Tank Bowl. Redskins at Dolphins. Dolphins remain beaten. Going 0-5. Redskins get the first one of the season. 17-16. Dolphins going for the two-point conversion to theoretically win the game. Basically, as time expired, didn't get it on a terrible screenplay. Okay. Um, Saints-Jags. Great defensive game. 13-6. Jaguars get it. Jaguars actually end up falling at home. Bridgewater, not a great game. Kamara, not a great game. Nobody had a really good game besides the defenses here. But Saints get it done. Ravens at home against Bengals. Bengals taking the opening kickoff for a touchdown to try to give them some momentum, but that doesn't last very long. Ravens get it done at home. Seahawks at Cleveland on the road. Browns trying to make something happen here, try to get into that playoff hunt. They dropped the two, um, excuse me, Two and four? Yes, they dropped the two and four. Um, Seahawks move to five and one, I believe, unless they've had a bye week. Pretty sure they have not, though. Yeah, five and one. Well, they Browns dropped to two and four. 32-28, your final there. Um, great game, though. Uh, Vikings at home against Eagles. Eagles secondary is just atrocious. Um, 38-20. Kirk Cousins are great. The Eagles linebacker, Zach Brown, or defensive player, Zach Brown, earlier in the week before the game said Kirk Cousins is like the least valuable player. Like, we want the ball in Kirk Cousins' hands. And Kirk Cousins was like, all right, man. Drops four touchdowns on him. The next day, or later that day, or I think it's the next day, yeah, Monday, uh, Zach Brown gets cut. So quite the turn of events for the Eagles there. As the Eagles drop to 3-3, three and three, they face Dallas next week in a big division game. Texans at Chiefs. Texans pulling off the upset. That's my team, baby. Let's go. Um, moved to 4-2. and two. Mahomes in the second half played terrible. First half played great. Tyreek Hill, really good game from him. Two touchdowns. Um, Texans just finding a way to get it done. Cardinals at home against the Falcons. The Bird Bowl, as I like to call it. Um, 34-33. Very high-scoring game. Kyler Murray came to play. So did Matt Ryan. Um, not much else there besides both the teams are not very good. 49ers at Rams. What a great game by the 49ers. 20-7. to 
They get it done. Rams fall to three and three. Goff had his worst game possibly ever. <laughs> I mean, three for what seventy-eight yards. I mean, just terrible. Um, 49ers moved to five and zero, oh, and man, do they look good. Titans at Broncos. Broncos went sixteen to nothing. Titans actually benched Mariota, put in Ryan Tannehill, and that didn't change a thing. Broncos defense played strong, and they're actually fighting for the division right now. They play on Thursday night football against the Chiefs in Denver, and I'm telling you, if Denver wins that game, there's a there's a chance that they can actually pull out the division. It's not a big chance because the Raiders are playing well too, but it's this is a big game for them and for the Chiefs. They need to bounce back after losing back to back. Cowboys at <laughs> Cowboys at Jets. Uh, Jets get their first win of the season with Sam Darnold back, and they move to one and four. Cowboys drop three straight. How do you lose to the Jets? I'm sorry. 22-24, your final there after going for two and not getting it. Um, Steelers at Chargers. Chargers look like a train wreck. They suck. Steelers aren't that good either, but 24-17, your final. I mean, not Hunter Henry had a great game. James Conner had a great game. Packers at home against the Lions. This is where things get a little interesting. Pa- big division game here. Packers improved to five and one, or yeah, yeah, five and one as Detroit falls to two, two and one. The refs had a big impact on this game, no lie. But the Lions also did not have a great second half at all. They blew a lead, didn't do much on offense. I mean, but the main story all over social media, everywhere, people are hating on the refs and with reason. A ton of missed calls, a ton of terrible calls. Just terrible, and those are those are going to impact the game in so many different ways, and that's what happened on Monday night. Packers win on a game-winning field goal with as time expired, twenty-three-twenty-two. Look ahead at Week Seven. There was a lot of good games here. Um, my personal favorites are Raiders at Packers, good game at noon. Um, Vikings at Lions, good division game there. Um, Dolphins at Bills. No, I'm just kidding. Bills should destroy them. Um, but there's not many games. There's a, there's a good amount of bye weeks. Let's see. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22. Yeah, four teams on a bye, so I guess I guess per usual. Um, Saints at Bears is pretty good, but the, the most important game of the week is Eagles at Cowboys. That's going to put the winner of that in the lead of the division, both 3-3, three and three, both desperately in need of a win so that's a recap of the week six games and a look ahead at week seven now let's get into our power rankings who do you think is number one no not the 49ers not yet it's still new england good try though one Patriots, two, 5-0 49ers, three, Saints after a nice win in Jacksonville, four, Seahawks continuing to get it done barely, five, Packers coming off a win against Detroit, debatedly, a, debatably, the, they, there's, uh, blah, blah, blah. man, the, the refs really cost the Lions the game there, I'm going to be honest, but who cares, Packers still win, six, this might be a little high, I, I get it, but I'm going to put Panthers, I, they're 4-0. They've got momentum. They haven't really played anybody good. But I'm going to put them there for now until they until they lose. With Cam coming back, I think they should bench Cam still. Maybe try to trade him, but that ain't the case. So 
I think they should keep, yeah, at, reiterating, I think they should start, Kyle Allen should still start, and they should make him start until he proves to the Panthers that he shouldn't start. They're 4-0 with a guy. You can't bench a guy going with going 4-0, all right? Um, seven, I have Texans after the big road win. Eight, Ravens. Nine, Vikings. Ten, Chiefs. Eleven, Raiders. And twelve, Colts. Moving on to key fantasy players to add after week six. Number one, Curtis Samuel, wide receiver for the Panthers coming off a big week. Two, Golden Tate. This was a little iffy. He had a good game against a stellar New England defense, but it's also because they were missing Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley, Wayne Gallman, um, Sterling Shepard. They are missing all their weapons. Number three, Jamal Williams. Kind of in a backup role to Aaron Jones. We're still getting good looks and some carries. Four, Hunter Henry. Add Hunter Henry in all your leagues. Add him. Okay, that's that's all I'm going to say. Just, just pick him up if he's there. Um, five, Auden Tate for the Bengals. He's, I think I've had him here for three straight weeks. Continuing to get the refs while AJ Green's out. And while John Ross is out. New and final segment of our quick episodes we like to do. Spotlight Player of the Week. This one goes to Stefan Diggs. Let's pull up Stefan Diggs' stats real quick. This is an article from Sports Illustrated. Stefan Diggs. To put Diggs' performance on Sunday in perspective, his 45.5 points per reception fantasy points against the Eagles was slightly less than his first five games combined, which was 47.3. Diggs brought in seven of his 11 targets for 167 yards and three touchdowns in the breakout game his fantasy owners have been yearning for. It was the second time in the last three games that Diggs had, has gone over the century mark in receiving. Owners will be looking for more of the same in Week 7 when the Vikings head on the road to take on the Lions. Also in recent news, um, Rams cornerback just got traded to the Ravens, Marcus Peters, for some linebacker that I've honestly never heard of. But, you know, Marcus Peters is pretty sure is injured. So we'll see if that turns out to the Ravens, especially in the long run. Thank you for listening. Week 6 recap. Look ahead at Week 7. Be back next week. With the week seven recap and I'll get ahead of week eight. Thank you.